0: Sunday, remember, I had Bobby to go and get a branch. Look how it looked. How many days has it been? Five? Sunday? Four days. Look what four days have done to that branch. See, what is it? It's drying out because it's disconnected. Your soulish man can do the same thing. Your spirit will still be in act with God because you're born of God. But it's the soulish part of you that lose the vitality, the velocity of God. You know what I mean by you, you lose a step. You're still a Christian. But you lose a step. Your words are not, you know, crisp no more. They're not, your words are not in power no more. You know, you got a little, you got a little, uh, 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 what do you call that? Uh, uh, You got a little uh, profanity in that. Are y'all listening to me? Y'all got quiet on me. you ain't, ain't, ain't no profanity in here, right? Yeah, you got a little profanity in there. These things take away from the vine. Now, God, God, God never distanced Himself from you. You distanced yourself from Him because you feeling condemned. Are you follow what I'm saying? And this is what we mean by. It dries up. So, look at it. it. See? A leaf already falling down. You know what I'm saying? So, what are we trying to... The picture that we're trying to prove to you is... Let's put that up, Casey, again in John 15. Thank you, sir. John 15, to look at verse uh, 1 through 7. It says, My Father, I am the true... uh, uh, grapevine and my father is a gardener and he cuts off every branch of mines that doesn't produce fruit now how does he cut off again you know we can't go out there and just be cutting off people's limbs that's not the characteristic of God so when you know the characteristics of God you understand how God goes about in Cutting what it mean by cutting away. For you and I, the cutting away will be unforgiveness. You, the one that's, what is he doing? It's actually that love <clears throat> because you have already been cleaned by the word. Look at verse 3, and we'll come back to verse 2. You, you have already been pruned and purified by the message I've given you. So why is that pruning? And I go back to verse 2, Casey. Why is that? He said, He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. And he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so that they can produce even more fruit. There's two different things that's being said in there. The first thing he's saying here, he cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. Well, again, You and I, let's let's look at some of the things that can be cut off. Go to uh, Galatians chapter 5 and look at verse uh, 17. Let's start at verse uh, 16. What does verse 13 say? For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom, oh, thank you, Lord, to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another, where? In love. Now, when he's talking about that sinful nature, he's talking about the soulish part of you. Okay? You have been called to live where? In freedom. But notice we said, my brothers, but don't, use, but don't use your freedom to satisfy. This is what we're talking about, cutting away. Okay, let's keep going for keep going, Casey. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as what? Yourself. Can you see that? But if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Look at somebody tell them say, watch out. I have an for that. Is there something else I can help with? No. Okay. Them things just talk to you anytime. It just just come out and just talk with you. I should have asked you, yes, can you find Jesus Lord? <laughs> But if you're always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Be aware of destroying one another. Are you getting the picture here now about cutting away? Watch this. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be. What? Doing what your sinful nature craves. I don't like that word, sinful nature, but I understand the content. What it is saying, you will not be doing what your soulless man desire. Put it up in the art. Uh, okay, yeah. The lust. Notice this. This I say, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill what? The lust of the flesh. So, if I walk in the spirit, meaning if I walk in truth, right? And we can ready to see what that is. Okay, next verse, Casey. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another, so that you cannot do the thing that you would. There's always a war. That's going on on the inside that wants to look. It's trying to figure out. Are you going to stay the course of walking in the spirit of whose you are? Or are you going to get out of the spirit and walk in the flesh and defend yourself as you have been doing in the past? We're dead to ourselves. And we are alive under Christ. Right. So if I am alive unto him, then guess what? You're going to have to make a decision. You're going to have to make a decision to walk in the Spirit, meaning to live by the Word on a daily basis. I mean, we're not talking about you walking in the Word in here. We know you're going to, we're, going to, we're going to do our best to do that. Like I said, we're going to show them our good side. You know, when we say, take a picture, today. no, take my good side now. Is that right? No. But notice it. You're going to get an opportunity to live the word of God out in the marketplace. Hmm? When it's inconvenient. This is what makes the difference between you and I and the unbeliever. This is a thing that's being cut away off of you. Well I just don't have that patience with them. They just get on my nerves. Well how can how can a dead man have nerves? Right? Are y'all follow what I'm saying? So, I want you to get the logistics of what we're talking about here, about Jesus is divine. Notice this, for the flesh lusted. I mean, you know, when you think about the word lust, you know, I mean, it's like, it's a desire. The flesh wants what it wants. It's like a child. You, ever, you know, you ever seen children? I mean, they're going to take it from there as a kid. Good, I want it. Right? Yeah. It's a desire. And sometimes your flesh will tell you, well, I deserve this. I worked hard for this. Right? What that scripture said, watch it. Right? Notice this. And these are contrary The one to the other. They are what? And these are what? We should say these two. They are contrary The one to the other. When do you think about the word contrary? They're against each other. They don't walk together. That's right. So if you live in the flesh, there are are some, what? Descriptions that goes along with it. If I'm going to walk in the spirit, there are some descriptions that goes along with it. But you and I are the subject. You have to choose in whom you're going to yield yourself as a servant to. His servant you become. You understand what I'm saying? You're still saved, but you're just living like you're not. You talk like you're not. You act like you're not. That's what we're doing. We're breaking up that fallow ground, right? Yeah, that's why we're here tonight, to learn how to walk in the spirit, to walk in these truths, to stay connected to the vine. So you see what happened to this branch. See how? It's disconnected. I mean, Sunday, you know, Bobby, he ain't going to get a little one. He went and got a big one. Tan up our tree, baby. <laughs> he ain't know his own strength. He's just went there. come here. Wow. But notice this. Look look at the deterioration. Look at the, how dry it is in five days, y'all said Four days. Can you imagine what it's going to look like Sunday? I'm just trying to give you a picture to show you in your soulless man, this is what happens. You deplete. If you don't take time and replenish yourself in the things of the gospel, Praying in the spirit. You understand what I'm saying? Worshiping God. And exercising your senses under righteousness. Meaning, you know, if you had a problem with anger, you you start exercising your senses by reading the scriptures on anger. I think if you got a problem with anger, I think you need to read the book of Proverbs. Matter of fact, we all need to be reading a proverb every day. It's good for you. It's challenging. It's filled with wisdom. It's filled with knowledge. And it's filled with understanding. And guess what? Solomon got that from God. Amen? So notice this. These are contrary one to the other so that they cannot do the things that you would. So that you cannot. Oh, I caught that. So that you cannot do the thing that you would. Hmm? Man, I didn't want to say it that. I didn't want to do that. See, that's sorrow. That's remorse. But that's not repentance. You're sorry you behaved that way. You cried that you behaved that way. And you desperately wanted to change. But guess what? Change is not change until you find the word of God to put on that. And then you walk away from that. Practicing the word of God. Can y'all see that? I didn't get one amen. That's all right. Next verse case. But if you be led by the Spirit, you are not where. Under the law, let's look at some of the things that classify what the law is. <clears throat> now, these are the works of the flesh. Let's put this up in the message. I read these scriptures to y'all before in the message. I I, I know I did. Right in the in the message. This is going to get you. So why he's doing that, why <clears throat> that thing is, notice it says, the works of the flesh. Oh, here we go. It is obvious, huh? What kind of life develop out of trying to get your own way all the time? Is that right? Can you see it? It is what obvious what kind of life develop out of trying to get your own way all the time. You can't have your own way all the time. Amen. Sometimes you got the you got to compromise. Amen? Yeah. Well, you know, look, I was brought up this way and I was taught this way, that's okay. You still gotta change. (laughs) Stubborn, huh? Notice this, it is obvious what kind of life develop out of trying to get your own way all the time. Repetitive, loveless. Well, I ain't loving you. You know. Door slam in the house. Bam, wham. <laughs> Y'all ever seen that before? Don't raise your hand. Cheap sex. Look at that. A stinky accumulation of mental and emotional garbage. Huh? Frenzy. And what? Joyless gra- or grab for happiness? Is that right? Trinket gods, magic, show, religion, paranoid, loneliness, cutthroat competition. All that's in your flesh. And it will work in any of us, anytime we walk away from the truth. and I'm getting ready to show you what the, you know the, the truth what we should be walking in. But these are things that come along came with us. Through the first Adam. Amen. And again. Renewing the mind to the word of God. Help us what? <clears throat> to get rid of these things. Now where I stopped <clears throat> Cutthroat competition. All consuming yet never satisfied. Right? Wants. A brutal temper. Boy I will tell you what. That's, that's a lot of good people in jail tonight. Because they got. They're good people, but they got bad tempers. They don't know how to turn the volume down. No. They don't know how to pull back. Hmm? The only difference between you, us and them, you know, we get the opportunity to do what? To grow. They can grow too. Are you following what I'm saying? <clears throat> These are real things. These are the things that keep you out of the spirit. These are the things that keep you from being productive in life. What's your name is, sir, again? Bradley? Bradley? Yeah. Bradley. Brad yes, sir. Okay. that's Okay. You know, these are things that keep you unproductive. There's no such thing as, you know, well, I am what I am. No, you did. dead. You are learning to live the life that you have received through the new birth. I'm not saying you're going to do this overnight. We'll always be a student of the word, of the truth. But when you, but what growth that take place in you, now you are committed, you are obligated to do what? To live by these truths. Hmm? You have to stay with it. You, this is what I mean by exercising your senses under righteousness. Your mental, you see what yourself talked about at that? Your <clears throat> accumulation of mental and emotional garbage. All of us come with it. But as you hear the word, as you feed on the word, guess what? Your mental disposition is changing. Because it's understanding a new law, a new truth. And the more you speak of the life of whom you represent, the more that disposition changes. Amen? All right, so watch this. <clears throat> so it said, Never satisfy wants, a brutal temple, and what? Impotent to love or be loved divided home and divided lives small minded lopsided pursuit huh isn't that something the vicious habit of what depersonalizing everyone into a ro- see that's a person that is what we call a root of bitterness see a root of bitterness can enter into your life Why? Because what? You are offended. Offense is going to come to us all. But don't allow that offense to turn into a root of bitterness. You can't forgive. You can't let it go. No. Something wrong with that. Amen. Notice this. He said, the vicious habit of what? Depersonalizing everyone into a rival. That's what a root of bitterness would do. Uncontrolled and uncontrollable addiction. We got many people on too many. We got too many Christians on medication. Hmm? Bad habits. Right? Right? And I'm just telling you, the medication itself, thank God for the medication, but the medication is not going to heal you. I'm telling you, when you take your medicine, if you do take medicine, when you take your medicine, you ought to be taking your medicine in prayer, with the word. Lord, I thank you that I've been, I'm delivered, I'm set free. But I'm taking this pill to help me, in, you know, until I'm strengthened in my inner man. Nothing wrong with that. Amen? Yeah. Well, I don't want to take no medicine. Well, you're losing. You're behind the curveball. You need some help. Right? Look what it said here. The vicious habit of, what is that? The personalizing everyone into a rival, uncontroll- uncontrollable addictions. Huh? Ugly what? Oh, my. Of community, I could go on, he said. This isn't the first time I have warned you, the Apostle Paul said. You know. Sound like he from southwest Louisiana, huh? <laughs> you know. You heard that? Yeah. If you use your freedom this way, what happened? You will not inherit what? God's kingdom. That's not being born again. The kingdom is you won't be able to walk in that. You won't be able to walk in these truths. Now, this could be an unbeliever, but for you and I, we're believers, and we still deal with some of these things. Huh? Yeah. So are y'all getting this? Okay. All right. Let's go to the next couple of verses there. Look here at. But what happens when we live God's way? Can you see that? I mean, look at somebody and tell them, say, but what happened when we live God's way? Tell them that. But what happened when we live God's way? Look, y'all don't even want to look at tell nobody that. What happened, Warrior, when we lived God's way? Did you bring me one of them? Uh... Yeah, yeah, you didn't bring me one of them. Uh... I did. All right, here we go. Can y'all see that? But what happened when we what? Live God's, way. live God's way. I want you to go to bed thinking about that. But what happened when we live God's way? Boy, I tell you what, I feel great on the inside. Oh, suck it, suck it now. Huh? I'm trying to tell you. Look at that. He, he brings gift into our lives. Much the same way that fruit appear in the orchard. So now we know how the fruit appears. We are divine. I mean, we are the branch. He is divine. Hmm? So when you're connected to divine, you're going to bring forth fruit. These fruit, God's fruit. Look. And I got to add this, but you got to walk it out. You, you just can't know the, what the scriptures say. Oh, I know what the word says. I go to word church. Oh, I sit up under such and such. I don't care who you sit under. Oh, I went to the Bible. I don't care what Bible college you're with. Can you live these truths? This is As we see that. But what happened when we live God's way? Because you're going to have a fight. You're going to have a fight. Your own, within your own self, you're going to have a fight through your emotions, through your fear. It wants you to behave this way because it's a custom. But you're telling it, no, we're not acting that way. You come back here. Huh? This ain't Burger King even though I like Burger King, you can't have your way. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity, we develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart, and a conviction that is basic holiness. Huh? Now holiness is not something how you what you wear, huh? Whether you wear makeup or not, that's not holy. That's a, that's a personal decision. Whether a woman wear a dress or not, that's a personal. That ain't holiness. Whether she put a hair in a bun or not, that's a personal decision. That's not holiness. Holiness is a fruit. It's not a root. Did you hear what I said? Holiness is a fruit. That's where your sanctification comes from. We have been set apart for the master's youth. That's where we are tonight. We are in here set apart from the world right now. Doing what? Learning about the life that we have embraced through the new birth. Does it mean we're going to do it perfect? Tonight? No. No but we learn it, we hear it, we receive it. Are you following what I'm saying? That's the key. You keep hearing and you keep hearing it and you keep hearing it and you keep hearing it until faith comes. When faith comes, that means understanding has been revealed. Hmm? When you have understanding, you have knowledge. When you have knowledge, you have what? Wisdom. So, notice this. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments. Loyal commitments. We don't easily just break those commitments. Right? No. No. Not needing to force our way in life. Able to marshal or direct our energies wisely. Can you see that? Y'all studied that out in, the, in that. What is that? Uh, <clears throat> what, what that translation is? What I call it? The message. Yeah. <clears throat> now look at these last two verses. It says, Legalism is helpless. In bringing this about. Y'all understand what I mean? Legalism. Well, I got a right too. With your sweet self. (laughs) I got a right. My mama told me this. My mama told, look, David, this ain't your mama. You are born again now. Are y'all following what I'm saying? Some of them things our mama and dad taught us, they wouldn't all, they wouldn't all biblical. I mean, it worked on us, but <laughs> but it's not right. You understand what I'm saying? Legalism is helpless in bringing this about. It only gets in the way. You know, another way of saying about legalism: well, you can't do this and you can't do that. No, now, now you putting the burden back on you for your own salvation. Did y'all understand what I meant by that? Yeah. Don't put the burden back on you for your salvation. Our salvation is in Christ and Christ alone. Our faith is in his, is in, uh, is in his faith and what? Faith alone. It can't be you and it. It can't be no mixture. Amen? So yeah, you're going to mess it up sometime. You're going to mess it up. But when you mess it up, that's what you got in your clause. You know, you got a clause in your contract called repentance. You can repent and and get and have the scripture, have the word of God there so that you don't repeat that matter anymore. The reason why we keep being repetitive in these things is because we don't have the Word of God to do what? To help us change. That's what we mean by change is not change until you change. Well, you're going to have to have the truth of God's Word to help you change because you can't change on your own. Right? No. Can't change on your own. Glory to God. Boy, look, I tell you what, I can get a benediction. We can go get us a bucket of church's fried chicken right now. I'll take some of that too. (laughs) So, look at that. Among those who belong to Christ, everything connected with getting our own way and what? mindlessness and responding to what everyone else called necessity is killed all for good, crucified. That's you and I, huh? We've been what? Crucified. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Amen. So y'all, y'all understand about that branch. Now watch how it's going to look Sunday. I'm just trying to show you this, how we could Mentally, our mental disposition can begin to shrink in the things of the kingdom because we stop meditating on them. We stop feeding on the word. Amen. Yeah. You gotta, it's like it's like your body. Your body got to be bathed every day. Bathed or shower, whatever it is you do. It gotta be bathed every day. If you miss a few days, boy, what you think that thing gonna do? <laughs> That's your thinking. You're thinking, our thinking is the same way. Miss with the word in the word. All kind of stuff gonna start coming out of there. You're gonna say, man, I thought I got rid of that. Yeah, you did. As long as you had the word on it. We never graduate. We grow from faith to faith. But you never graduate from your mental disposition. You got to always apply the word. You got to always renew your mind with the word of God. Cause that thing will act up. I'm telling you, it may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, it may not be, this, it may not be this month. But don't feed it. The, don't don't feed it the word of God on a regular basis. Hmm? Can't eat a little Debbie all the time. Gonna start looking like Little Debbie. Ask me how I know. I used to keep Little Debbie in my car. Under my seat. They know I was eating Lil Debbie. Got all the wrappers up under there, right? <laughs> Mess with my Little Debbie. All right. I didn't get one amen, so y'all must be mad. Some of you talking about my Little Debbie. <laughs> all right, Casey, go back to um, what time it is? Whew. We only got five minutes left. All right. Let's go back to uh, John 15. Did y'all, did y'all get what it mean by pruning? Cut away? And then it said, notice this. And he talks about in order to bring forth more fruit, he prunes you so that you will be able to bring forth what? Much fruit. So notice, go back to verse, what is it, Verse. that's the verse we was in. Go back to verse 3. No, verse 2. Every branch of me that beareth not fruit, he take it away. We saw something that you and I must take away. But the only way it can be taken away is through the truth of the word. It can't be something you do on your own. Okay. You know, sometimes people say, "Well, I got to make myself better. How are you going to do that?" How's that going? We can't. As much as we would love to, we can't. That's the reason why you that's the reason why we all are born again full of the Holy Ghost and you got to let the spirit of God in you. He's the one that's doing the work. <clears throat> so, and then the second part, he said, Every branch that beareth fruit, notice what he said. He prunes it or purge it. That it may bring forth what? More fruit. I mean, look, the more you, the, the further, the more you walk with God, the more the insults will become, the more the attacks will become. But it's not personal. It's for that life that you have embraced. And and look, if you're not ready for it, you can't act like they act. You can't retaliate like they do. You must recognize I belong to Christ. And Christ belonged to me. Right? And we belong to God. Notice this. In closing, go to verse 3, Casey. He said, now you are clean, how? Through the word which I've spoken to you. Verse 4, here we go. Abide in me. What is the word, what another, what is another word for the word abide? Live. What what else? Make it your home, right? It's not a place that you park temporarily. Well, I'm gonna park here for a little while until someone makes me mad. Is that right? You know, we was a kid, you know, we had the yard to play the ball, but we didn't have no ball. So the little guy that had to come down with the ball, he can't play, but, you know, he got the ball, you know, so we got to, let, we got to choose him every time. <laughs> I think we all grew up in neighborhoods like that, huh? <laughs> Notice this. <clears throat> so he said, Abide in me and I in you. That means make your home in me and I'll make my home in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, we see that, right? We saw it, right? Except it what? Abide in the vine. No more can you except you abide in me. It's just giving you an eye the analogy of showing us that branch is dead. <clears throat> It looked a real good Sunday. And this is how you and I look without walking in that love. I mean, you, you, you know, you, you, you don't even behave like a believer. And somebody said, well, you know, he, you say, well, he need to get saved. Well, he is saved. He, he's, what? Well, because you can't see the fruit. So what is it? It's being, he got to be purged, got to be cleansed. He needs to be purified, you know? How do you purify gold? With what? Fire. Well, the word purifies us. When you hear that word, it purges. It takes away. It prunes. It cleanses. It's not God throwing you away. Are oh, you listening to me? All right. Notice this. <clears throat> Go to the next verse, case. Here. I am divine. So that means Jesus is divine, right? And ye are what? That means you and I, we're the branches. And he that abided where? In me? Notice what he said. He that abided. So it got to be what? A decision. Look at your neighbor and tell and say, it's a decision. Yeah, it's got to be a decision. You have to make a decision to abide in that vine every day when it's uncomfortable. Hmm? He that abided in me and I in him, the same does what? It bringeth forth what? Much fruit. Why? Because he is abiding in him. That's the reason why all the scripture that we see, you know, throughout the, uh, the epistles that the apostle Paul wrote, it, we see the scripture that says what? In him. In whom? In Christ. Right? That belong to you. That's telling you what you have. That's your place in him. Right? Positionally, that's where we are. But t- in order to live that out, you have to act of your will, begin to choose it on a daily basis. Okay? A couple more things here. Notice this. He said, I am the vine, you are the branches, he that abided in me and I in him. The same. What does that mean, the same? The one that abides. God is not partial. Your determination going to determine who, or your measure of virtue is going to be determined. How you abide in Him, and He abiding in you. Hmm? No such thing as God favored this person. Nope, nope. God favor all of us. The world is favored by God. They just haven't been awakened to it. Hmm? That's the reason why we have jealousy in the body of Christ. Or we have competition. We we read those scriptures. They're not not satisfied. They're not sure of who they are in him. We always have to be doing something. We got to be somewhere to prove that we... No, you don't. You wear yourself out. You do better by sitting before the Lord... And allow him to reveal himself to you, in you, how to live this thing by faith. Are you getting what I'm saying? He said, the same bring it forth, the same as what? It's the one that abides in him and he in them. The same bring forth how much fruit? Ooh, much fruit. For without me, how many things can we do? Nothing, not a a big zero with the rim knocked off. Well, that's all we have for you tonight. I mean we got some we have more I can share with you, but that's all we have tonight. Thank you for being out here now any questions about the lesson tonight?